Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein, I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be discussing the dangers of black and white thinking. Black and white thinking is the tendency to think in extremes. While it is normal from time to time to use black and white thinking, developing a pattern of dichotomous thinking can interfere with your health, relationships, and your career. The official psychological term for black and white thinking is splitting. Black and white thinking is essentially a defense mechanism developed in early childhood in order to feel in control. Essentially, when a child is being abused, they feel out of control, and in essence, they are helpless to their abuser, to their perpetrator. And therefore, black and white thinking offers a sort of control tactic or feeling that the individual is in control when they think in terms of all or nothing. It doesn't allow for nuances and it allows the individual to feel like they are the ones who determine what is good, what is bad, what is right, and what is wrong, essentially feeling control in their out of control state. Now, those who think in terms of black and white are extremely rigid and have a very difficult time seeing things in shades of gray. Black and white thinking, like I mentioned, is a trauma response in order to compartmentalize and categorize things in order to make sense of a chaotic and very unpredictable world. It's an ego defense in order to feel in control, seeing things as all or nothing, good or bad, right and wrong, allows for a sense of predictability and a feeling like one can protect oneself from threats that might show up. Those who are engaged in this ego defense will have a very difficult time being wrong and have a difficult time seeing things from other people's perspective. They're usually very defended in their way of thinking and their way of seeing and will have a difficult time integrating new information and allowing somebody else's opinion to show up without feeling like it is a threat. It is a very primitive defense and it does not allow for growth. Maturity depends on gray thinking. It depends on nuances and really expanding your consciousness, allowing new information in, creating a more vast opinion, a larger picture of life. When a person thinks in black and white, they are not able to expand and allow for the really richness of life to show up. They are really stuck in a very primitive, childish way of perceiving the world and thinking. The following are some of the ways that black and white thinking can really hurt your mindset. I'm going to quote from an article. This one is labeled Five Ways Black and White Thinking Poisons Your Perspective. This is an article by Reina Gattuso. First, she mentions that black and white thinking can negatively impact your relationships. For example, if you feel like your partner is the most wonderful person in the world until they are the worst person in the world. This cycle of love-hate, down-up, good-bad can be seriously stressful for any relationship. In some cases, these wild lows and highs can be a sign of something more serious than black and white thinking, for example, like abuse. But in the context of otherwise healthy relationships, black and white thinking can impact your comfort with each other and prevent a deeper bond based on acceptance. Number two reason, she quotes, is it can hurt your self-image. All of us have wondered if we are bad people or good people. In reality, most of us fall somewhere in between with both good and bad qualities. When we think in terms of black and white, however, you risk being overly self-critical and refusing to see your faults. Black and white thinking can make you hypersensitive to others' opinions and make it very difficult to accept criticism without deep insecurity. This can prevent you from genuine growth and self compassion. The next is it can hold you back from success. 
Like all aspects of life, work will have good days and bad days and many days that are somewhere in between. But if you think in terms of black and white, you may internalize every failure and even have unrealistic expectations of success. Fourth reason, it can literally change how you feel. According to psychological research, thinking in binary terms in black and white can actually change the way you perceive the world, effectively conditioning you to miss nuances. And five, it can signal a deeper issue. While everyone experiences black and white thinking to some extent, extreme black and white thinking can also be a symptom of mental illness. She mentions that borderline personality disorder, those with this disorder will experience intense black and white thinking, which can change one's perspective of the relationship with others and with themselves. While black and white thinking doesn't necessarily mean a person has BPD, borderline personality disorder, or a mental illness, it's definitely worth seeking a therapist if you are having a difficult time or feel distressed in any way because of it. So black and white thinking is the mind's way of keeping things in context and assuring that there is no threat available. Essentially by having everything in compartmentalized states, a person is able to uh, predict what might happen and therefore by being able to feel in control, they will assure that there is no threat. Essentially it's defending against the wounds. If a person has been wounded, they're gonna wanna be in control. They're gonna wanna keep things in front of them and make sure that nothing that happened in the past can happen again. Essentially, it is a fear response that locks a person in psychological prison. It's a defense mechanism from being hurt by things in the unknown. Those who struggle with black and white thinking will usually find comfort in dogmatic and rigid groups, specifically religious groups who have very distinct and defined rules of right and wrong. Narcissistic abusers will often use black and white thinking which is name calling or very strong verbiage and language in order to control their victims. By categorizing life in terms of all or nothing, the victim can bully and manipulate victims in a certain way, a way that will really turn them into the most effective narcissistic supply. It takes the ability to emotionally regulate in order to think in terms of gray. Those who are wounded will have a very hard time with this because they will have a difficult time emotionally regulating. The more wounded a person is, the bigger the urge to control their internal and therefore their external world through rigidity and black and white thinking in order to feel more in control. Victims of abusers who use black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking, describe having to walk on eggshells in order to not to trip up their abusers' wounds and have them react strongly, lash out, punish, and abuse when they feel slighted, disrespected, and when they determine that the victims are now in a quote-unquote bad category. Black and white thinking does not allow for the nuances and the many ways that life can be understood. It struggles to integrate outsiders' opinion and usually views the opinions of others as wrong. The way I see it is that life exists in the gray. The lighter the shade of gray, the more you can expand your consciousness and, like I mentioned, integrate new information and ultimately grow as a person. Nothing can be known as absolute fact, and therefore black and white thinking oftentimes gets in the way of our ability to be at peace with ourselves and actually grow and mature. It takes maturity to see the world in gray. And the lighter the shade of gray, the more the person can appreciate the many nuances, the many colors that life has to offer. It takes the ability to be non-reactive, to be able to speculate, think, consider, have faith, discern, and eventually choose what is best. This takes a certain amount of trust and the ability to be wrong and use new information that's received without the threat of one's belief system being proven wrong. It requires suspending one's feelings towards a certain opinion, towards a certain idea, towards a certain belief, and venture into the unknown, something that is very scary and oftentimes very triggering for abuse victims. I want to end off with a quote, this one by Scott Fitzgerald. He says that the test 
of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposing ideas in mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. It's so important to outgrow this defense mechanism and primitive childish way of thinking in black and white. It's vital to realize that life is about the gray area and by paying attention to the nuances and realizing that nothing is for certain, nothing is so simple black and white. We allow ourselves to be able to learn, to expand and really include another person's uh, opinion and thoughts and really another individual in our life that allows for synergy, interconnection, and ultimately fulfillment in our relationships. So if you are struggling in this way, if you are finding yourself with a very difficult time getting out of this way of thinking, please allow me to assist you in healing your wounds of childhood and the subsequent defense mechanism that stems from it in black and white thinking. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I can reach by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com, by phone, 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. It was an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the very best.